Welcome to another episode of the Wolf and the Doctor podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Curry, alongside my co-host, Dr. John Devereaux. I know I always say it, but I'm really excited for what we're getting ready to discuss today because it is something that, that came from you. Um, okay. I, <laughs> one of the things is like, you know, we, we took a probably like a two-month break and there were so many topics that I wrote down, so I was prepared for. And okay. then the day we were supposed to record, you posted something on Instagram. I was like, okay, you know what? Scratch everything I had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's let's go with this topic. So you posted um, on your Instagram story. You said restructuring and refocusing. Never be afraid to fine tune, rebrand, and focus your efforts on a specific part or area of your business so that you're able to obtain the maximum results. And when I read that, I immediately was like, okay, what's he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and where's he going? Because I'm, I'm assuming you're doing a rebrand with your business, but yeah, that's a really powerful statement. So one, what led you to post that? And then we'll, we'll kind of open up the conversation from there. Uh, well, one, first off, I, I mean, everybody knows about the, the Facebook rebranding. And you would think somebody that established wouldn't need to rebrand or change a name or anything like that, right? But it just shows you, no matter how big you are or how small you are, rebranding is always a must in the business because yeah. you, you face different challenges and you evolve to something better over time. So rebranding is key. So even with my own business, right, and I, for me, like, I talked to you on and off the camera, right? right? I think I did decent, right, last year with my business, but it goes back to like photography. This guy being modest, right? <laughs> but it goes, <laughs> but it goes back to like photography, right? Where you you do a lot of things, right, in your business when you start off, right? You 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 specialize in a lot of different areas, but where you really make the most money or the the, the bigger impact in your business is when you scale down. Focus on one key area in your business and then go all the way in. So for me, that's where I'm at. Uh, it's really just kind of fine tuning the things that I've done right and figuring out the things that I've done wrong and just trying to harness like all my great skills and just focus on one key thing in my business, man. So, yeah. Now, you you said about five different things that I want to address and okay. I'm, I'm going to try to process everything. <laughs> Because all of this is really good. And the first thing that you mentioned, you said no matter how big you get, you got to always take that step back and see what are your areas for growth. And it actually kind of reminds me of something that we were teaching, well, that I was teaching today in um, macroeconomics. Now, we have our potential and what we're actually doing. And the one thing is you'll never reach your potential because as you grow and start doing more, your potential moves as well. So it's like, like when you start lifting weights, like you, you might yeah. max out at a certain amount, but that's not your cap. You know, you keep training. Right. Now your max goes from 250 to 275. Once you get to 275, maybe now it's going to be up to 300. So you're constantly chasing your potential. And that's where that rebranding comes in and like refocusing things. Like you should never get to a place in your business where you're complacent with how things are. Because when you become complacent, that's when you become lazy and then Absolutely. you're missing other opportunities. So that's the first thing that kind of stood out. But how do you um, recognize those areas of strengths and weaknesses that you need to focus on? Like, how do you pinpoint those things within your business? For my business, I think when, when things become too easy, right? So 
if, if that makes sense, right? Like, so hold on. You're, well, before, before you go, isn't that the goal though for things to kind of become and, easy? Yeah, kind of, right? I, I think you want things to become easy, but then here it's like a. It's like when you're starting off, right? Everything becomes really, really hard. And then you learn how to do certain things. You start to put processes and processes in, in, in place so you can get those tasks done. But then over time, those things that used to be hard become easy. But when it comes becomes easy, what, what happens is, like you say, you just plateau out. You just become like this. And I never want to become or get to a place where things are too easy. I, I want Because if it is, I feel like, I'm never going up. I'm not going up in my business. My my business isn't growing. I, like if it's growing, that means I have to have some struggle areas, right? Some things yeah. that I don't know. Like you said, it's all about opportunity, and opportunity comes with a lot of challenges. And if I don't have any challenges, that means that I'm missing out on opportunity. So, yeah. And and see, that's where I was. I knew you was going to okay. go there. That's why I was kind of giving you that little pushback. Okay. But I think every entrepreneur, somebody who runs their own business, one of the things that we thrive on as entrepreneurs are those challenges and solving those problems. And when things become too easy, that kind of alleviates those challenges, which makes it a little bit more like that's how you can kind of get bored or burnt out with like what you're doing. If mm -hmm. you're not stimulated, you know, Absolutely. and I, I think that's one thing that you're always supposed to be looking for is like those areas that you can grow in your business, because that's going to give you that, that, that feeds that drive that you have to try to perfect whatever it is that you're doing. Absolutely. And it goes to so like, right, when you think about kids that starting off, right, when when work becomes too easy for children, they act out. Right. Or, mm. you know, they, they don't they don't put in their best effort. Right. Because it's too easy. But when things are yeah. challenging, it it, folk, it it forces them to focus and it mm -hmm. forces them to to think outside of the box. Right. Because yeah. I think I think oftentimes when things become easy, you stay in a certain box because that's what you're used to. When things become difficult or challenging, you have to think of creative ways to grow your business. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I said, embracing those challenges, like I always equated to <laughs> always equated to like, you know, working out or running for me just because always, you know, I, I like to run on the treadmill. And if you don't push yourself, how are you going to develop and grow and become mm. a better version of yourself? Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm, if I can run like at seven miles per hour, but I keep it on three miles per hour just because it's easy, easy. to do, right? I'm wasting my time now. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not really doing anything for myself. Like there's nothing that I'm yeah. going to grow from, from doing that. So I think that's really important. Like in business, you are going to have problem areas. Nobody starts yeah. their business and it's 100% perfect, mm -hmm. but by recognizing those opportunities and then figuring out those creative ways to fix that. Mm -hmm. That's where, you know, you start to kind of, you know, earn your stripes as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Absolutely. And that's where that experience comes into play. And then that's going to turn into wisdom that you can pass along to other people when they start their businesses. 100%. Restructuring and refocusing. Which one, which one do you think <laughs> is more important to um, restructure or refocus your in the business? Mm, I think that's a good question. I think um, I think probably restructuring, right, is because each business evolves, right, and you can't have the same structure that you began that you began with. So it's important that you that you restructure your business for future success, 
right? Mm -hmm. Like not for what you're doing now. You got to restructure your business for what you're going to do. So yeah, yeah. That's that's like the 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 dance that you have to play as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. You need to make sure that you're taking care of the things for today, but also having that mindset of like, how is this business going to look five years from now? And what do I need to do to make sure that I get that business to that position five years from now? So yeah. it's always like that delicate balance that you have to have as being yeah. an entrepreneur and a business owner and being well, strategic. Yeah. Well, even for you, right? So we, I, you know, you did the photography, right? And still, still are doing the photography. How important was it for you to refocus? Because did you refocus your business or did you restructure your business? I would want to say that I restructured it. There's certain gigs that I just don't want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's because partly because like <laughs> my heart's not all the way in it for, yeah. for certain things. And I don't want to I don't want to do something half heartedly, you know. Mm-hmm. And so if I want to do something, I want to make sure I'm giving it my all. And at this time, there's certain aspects of or things that I used to do in my business that I'm no longer offering because yeah. it's it's not I, I've kind of outgrew it in a little bit mm. if, if that makes sense yeah so restructuring my business to kind of fit where I am today has become like the most important thing like I, I want to make sure I'm giving my business the attention it needs and in order to do that I need to make sure that I'm doing the things that I want to do with it so here's a real good question for you how many times should one entrepreneurial business owner restructure the business is it in the beginning is it an end or as an as need basis as needed basis i think because there's always going to be external situations that come up that impact what you're doing in your business as well of course you got the your 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 market that you're operating in but then life happens too like if if you like most entrepreneurs you know, most people have a nine to five and working on their business on the side. So if you have more demands from your nine to five, which is providing the greatest source of your income, then naturally you have to scale back a little bit in your business. You don't want to get rid of it altogether, but you have to scale back. But understanding that's only for a time. So it's constantly restructuring things to meet the needs. And then hopefully, you know, when you get more time that you have to devote to the business, Now you're really zeroing in on those things that you could do to build it up. Because Mm. I think most people want to gravitate to leaving their nine to five and doing their business full time. I'm not sure if I'm that person. So, um, you know, my perspective might be a little bit different, but I I know for you, you was like, (laughs) while you was doing the corporate (laughs) job, how do I get to this being my full time thing? And, you know, my wife, that's how she is. Like, I got a full time job. But I'm really invested in my business. How do I get it to being my full-time gig? So when you're doing that or you have that long-term goal, as we were just talking about, now is what I do today to kind of get that business to the point where it's sustainable to be able to provide me um, my my standard of living, you know, and to compensate for what my 9 to 5 is giving me. Mm. That's a bar drop all by itself, man. Uh, so it's, 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 it's a fine dance, man. And like, I think I want to say you posted it or, or somebody else posted it this week too. It was like, you know, with the business, it's never going to be perfect when you first start it. Like there's yeah. always going to be something that you're fine tuning. I, I, I know you told me like once before, like 
when you start it, it's always something that you were kind of going back to and like, okay, well, this is the problem area in the business. What can I do to make this better? Or identifying like, okay, this is something I don't really like to do. How can I outsource it? You know, it's always a, a constant, constant conversation that you have to have with yourself as a business owner. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think that's, I think that's the key, right? And I think the real key is being able to notice when those changes come, right? And being able to spot it before it becomes a problem. Because sometimes, mm. sometimes people notice it and it's already, and it's already too late, right? So you just got to keep an eye out for it. So you got any examples of that, like in your experiences? Mm. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I wish I did, man. It's because I, for me, I, I know it's going to come though. Right. But I'm just so, I'm just so new in the early stages of, you know, growing my business, but I think it's going to come, but I think it's when you take your eyes off of the ball, right. Mm. Is when you miss that beat. So I'm always checking. I'm always trying to see how I can improve. So not now, but every business owner, every entrepreneur, they're going to face it period. Yeah. And that's actually pretty interesting because like when you have your business and you provide like a service or something, you have to be aware of like what your competition is doing. Cause mm. like you said, you take your eyes off, then, you know, they might lap you. Yeah. So one of the things in my photo booth industry that I'm noticing, I'm sure you're seeing it is like, they have those 360, 360 booths now. Yeah. They have one of those. And I've been contemplating if I want to invest in it because it's extremely popular right now, but I don't know if it's a fad or not. Mm. So I want to see if it's something that's going to last long term before I invest the money in it. And so, that's to be a part of restructuring. So here's a great question because I was thinking about that. And I was going to reach out to you one day and say, man, John, you ever thought about kind of getting into that industry, but do you invest in fads or do you stick to what you know is going to be around for the long term? I mean, because, you know, a lot of people do a lot of money grabs. What I'm doing right now and in, in my approach, maybe right or wrong, I guess time will tell, is I'm waiting it out because the clients that I have, my, my, my corporate clients, they're not requesting it right now. Mm. And since they don't want paying the big bucks, like if they don't want it, I'm, I'm going to stick to what I'm doing. But the second one of them start requesting it, then that's when it's kind of like, okay, now it's at the point where you need to have it because... Another thing is like, even if it is a fad, you don't want to lose some of those clients that you've invested a lot of time in. And you already know how difficult it is to get those corporate clients that difficult. whatever the price is, they pay it. Those are the best That's clients right. to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. like, I don't want to lose them. So if they're, if they start requesting those services, then that's where I have to, as a business owner, really take that step back and say, is it worth investing right now? to get that, to keep my clients happy or don't want to risk losing my clients to somebody else mm. because they're offering that service. And like I said, it's, it's a tough game to play. Now, is there a such thing as doing too much in a business? For example, adding too much to your business. Like, Oh, I, I offer this, offer this, offer this to the point where it's too much stuff that you lose out on clients. I think it depends on the industry that you're operating in. Because like, let's, let's take it to real estate. For example, okay. you know, the more services that you're able to offer, the more potential clients that you are able to attract. But 
it's boils down to how effective are you in those services that you're offering? Like we, we know people, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like we, we know people who say they do this, that, and the other, but they do it subpar. Yeah. And like, you know, the quality is nothing compared to what other people might do. So I don't want to just be offering a service just to say I'm offering it. If I'm offering something, it's because I put my time into it and I try to perfect it to the best of my abilities. I'm never going to go into business or offer something because your brand is attached to your service that you provide. Yeah. Like I don't want any negative association with my brand. So I don't want to put out any terrible work that's going to cause people to think uh, he, he just, he sucked. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he don't know what yeah. he's doing. So, yeah. I mean, you got to protect your brand at all costs, man. It's like your name, Ooh, your reputation. Can you, can you say that one more time for the people? <laughs> Man, that, you like should just like highlight it on the, on the screen. Your brand is your. Yeah, that sounds like some extra work, bro. I, right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I I know you just because, like I said, we talk so much off camera, off yeah. mic. That brand is important to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's your stamp. It's it's my step because, I mean, on social media and off social media, right? You have to maintain your brand to a high standard because that's 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 what's going to bring in the money that's what's going to ring bells and you know your name is attached to your brand right mm -hmm. so man it's important that that you do nothing to jeopardize or yeah. you know put your brand at risk of losing clients uh, you know I, I look at a lot of people man all the time they offer so many services and you know you, it is kind of like that thing where you feel like well Maybe I'm missing out on something. I got to add this. I, I want to be like that. I don't want to mm -hmm. lose clients. But I, I think if you specialize in a, in a certain area and, like you said, put in 100%, that then in return will give you more clients, better quality clients, and maintain the integrity of your brand. So it's important. Yeah. It's like you have to be aware of what your competition is doing, but not so much to the point that it distracts you from still devoting the time to your business and perfecting your craft. Like there's a lot of stuff that, you know, other photographers do that I'm not good at, but I'm not going to just switch it up just because that's what they're doing. You know, yeah. I think when you're confident in the service that you provide, it allows you to be content knowing that other people are doing or offering other services that you don't have, but still knowing like, okay, my business is my business. I'm good. Yeah. I'm in a good spot. Yeah. I, so one thing I noticed, right? And remember when uh, Instagram shut down for what, all the hours or whatever? Man. What, what it showed a lot of people is you got to have a brand outside of social media. Yes. Right? And for me, I thought that that made a lot of people have to restructure the business model. Because if you take away social media, what is your brand? Do your yeah. does your brand only exist in the realms of social media, or can you maintain that same type of uh, clientele outside? What do you think? It's it's like do your clients follow you no matter what platform you're on? Mm. So if Instagram, if you got like a hundred thousand followers, but you only got like thirty likes on your YouTube page, chances are you know yeah. you're, you're concentrated in one area. So that's why I think it's important. If one thing like Instagram shuts down that your followers have other ways to you know reach you, 
That's why, like, we don't put all of our eggs in one basket. Like, yeah. even with this podcast, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's on Google Podcasts, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We have multiple places that we're placing it for that maximum exposure. So if we just had it linked to YouTube and YouTube went down, well, then there's no way for us to reach our, our, our listeners and viewers. But by diversifying where we're placing it, then it makes it so that if one place does fall through, there's other avenues that people can reach you at. That's like a and financial advice almost, right? Like, yeah, that's, that's what they say. Diversify yeah. your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah, because if one stock goes down, if you got all your eggs in that one basket – then you're going to lose. But if you have it diversified where maybe you got some stock in electricity or you got some stock in um, Apple or in other areas, it makes it so that when one is doing bad, but maybe another one's doing good, it helps to balance it out. Mm. So that's what we want to do. Like we want to make sure that you have that exposure. Like for business owners, you want to make sure that people know your phone number. They know your email address. You got your website. So like even (laughs) if they go through Instagram to see you, at least if you're able to be reached at those other, you know, venues, then it makes it so that you don't lose out in case Instagram just pulls the plug one day. And that's always a possibility. Yeah. Oh yeah. Going back to like another, you know, segment that we said we wanted to start introducing is like a poll. So there's this poll that's been going around on social media that said, if your friend or if you if you own a business and you provide a service and your friend hires someone else to do a service that you do, how would you feel about that? And your friend knows what you do, right? Your friend knows what you do. Um, you know, you can't get everybody, right? You can't catch them all. And that's how like, the Pokemon thing goes, right? We'll <laughs> yeah. try to catch them all. Um, you know, I think I'll feel some type of way, but then it, it goes back to your business, right? You're not, I, I feel like if your friend goes to somebody, they didn't see the value in you, in your business, mm-hmm. right? But then that's not like, that's like, you shouldn't really get mad at your friend. You should be getting mad at yourself, right? Because you got to see what values you're lacking. Or that that's a perfect opportunity to go to your friend, but like, hey, why didn't you go to me? What yeah. didn't you see in my business that you saw in theirs? And use that as uh, constructive uh, criticism. So, yeah. Is that what I'm that's, looking that's for? Actually, yeah. yeah, that's a, actually a really good way to put it. Like, I don't think, because I've been seeing this conversation, people have been reposting it and everything. Yeah. And I don't think I've seen anybody say maybe to approach that friend and ask why they didn't book with them. Because you could get some insight. And hopefully, if it's your friend, they'll be able to be honest and transparent with you. Like, you'll, you'll pitch yourself. Maybe you new. Or, or you knew, you too knew. Yeah, yeah you it could be a number of things. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that that's just a, a question I was curious about. But I'd love to hear from our, our listeners and viewers in terms of this concept of restructuring and refocusing. Like, for people who have done some restructuring in your business, what triggered it? You know, for people who had to refocus on your business, how did you identify the areas that you needed to zero in on? So make sure to, you know, leave us some comments or respond via social media and let us know your thoughts on that. And that's been another episode of the Wolf and the Doctor podcast. Again, I'm your host, Glenn Curry, alongside my co-host, Dr. John Devereaux. Whenever you guys are listening on or watching this one, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment below.